Now on Netflix. Inspired by the unbelievable true story of a fake hitman comes the new movie, Hitman, from Academy Award nominee Richard Linklater. At 96% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, critics are calling Hitman a smart, sexy crime thriller with surprises at every turn. Starring Glenn Powell and Adria Arjona, Hitman. Now playing on Netflix and in select theaters. Rated R. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This audio program may contain descriptions of violence and topics that may not be suitable for everyone. Please listen with caution. Do you know what the most frightening thing in the world is? It's fear. I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your brains. Why, she wouldn't even harm a fly. Do we want to tell our listeners where we're going to be living? Next to a cemetery? <laughs> yes. I'm so excited. It's not an active cemetery, so yes. we won't have to deal with people, like, crying, grieving, or anything. Sobbing. Because that'd be really awkward, because sometimes, I'm, I'm a sympathetic crier, so mm-hmm. I cry when people cry. <laughs> but every now and then, it's really awkward, and I laugh. Oh, so no. So it'd be really bad if it was just like, my kid, and I was just like, <laughs> Yeah, oh, that no. would be terrible. <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah, no. It's, it's a historic graveyard, Aww. which is nice. Yeah, I'm so excited. I hope I see it from my bedroom. Yeah. We're, like, right next to it, too. We There's, are. <laughs> it's, like, in a complex where you can live not next to it. We're right next to it. Yes. And we are <laughs> right next to it. And we're very excited about it. <laughs> we are. I wonder how Mike feels. You know, Mike deep down. Mike doesn't care. <laughs> He's like, whatever. And, and the person said it wasn't haunted, but... I mean, it's definitely haunted. How could it not be? I mean, for real. <sighs> Especially those ones right near it. Yeah. We'll see. We'll find out for ourselves. Investigation 2018. <laughs> yes. We'll have a, a, we'll get a Ouija board out. Just kidding. No, yeah. That'll open the underworld. I don't think our renter's insurance covers that. It doesn't. We read the contract. Yeah. <laughs> there is no Ouija clause. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'll put into all of my documents as a lawyer. <laughs> Ouija claws. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to be moving very soon. Yeah. It Two was weeks. crazy. So this means we're, mov- we're moving far so away from us. where we are. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we're, I think for the week we move, I'm going to try to get an episode out. Yeah. We but... can try to record like an extra one. Yeah. And, um... But bear with us yeah. around that time period. And then once I start school, I'm thinking we'll go to a every other week. Yeah. So we won't be putting out as many episodes, but our quality is just going to. And we'll probably <laughs> get on a schedule once you're in school because it'll probably be like every this day we can record. Yes. And then you'll know that you can get them out by yep, whatever day. Exactly. And honestly, um, 
because I edit the episodes, that's what really takes up the most time. And I'm planning on training Mike how to edit episodes. I mean, I can also. Yeah, I could train both of you. I I do know a little bit how to edit them already. I could probably Mm -hmm. figure it out. What are we talking about today? Um... I don't know exactly what we're calling Oh, this. I guess like camp, camp real life camp horror stories. Yeah, we wanted to do a summary topic. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> it just came to me. I was like, you know what? I want to talk about this. Yeah. And so and there's a surprising stories. amount. Yeah. Well, plus, I mean, so I told Austin I was going to do Andre Brevik, the mm-hmm. guy who shot up. It's a Norway. Camp. It's in yeah. Norway, yeah. Norway. In, on an island, he came to this island and shot. There was like 77 victims, 77 yeah. people mm-hmm. died or something, well, a he, crazy number. When he's on the island, he's just he was open there for, firing. He was there for two hours yeah, just because kids. It's an island it's hard to get yeah. to. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I was going to do that, but that one really bums me out. It really bugs <laughs> yeah. me. I've seen the I survived. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I've listened to tons of podcasts have done it. It just, because I'm, so I have this irrational fear one of my many, <laughs> that I'm going to be in that situation, that school mm-hmm. shooter type situation, yeah. and I'm going to pick the wrong spot. Oh, okay. So when I yeah. hear stories of like, oh, he was hiding and then his phone rang, or we were in the freezer and he didn't open the freezer, but then he went to another room and he opened all the drawers and saw seven kids and shot them all. Yeah. It's like, well, what if I was the one who didn't pick the freezer? Yeah. What if I was like, no, the freezer mm-hmm. seems too obvious. I'll hide in this drawer. And then he comes to me. Yeah. That would be me. So mm-hmm. I'm just like it makes me really anxious. Yeah. No, I get that. So I'd rather do the brutal rape and murder of mm-hmm. three little girls. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you start this week. Oh, do I? Yes, okay. you do. So Perfect. if you want to get Perfect. into it. I will say, though, for some reason, like last week, there was a thing in my story with just hilarious names. Yeah. Same thing in this week. <laughs> what? Are, where are these names coming from? <laughs> you know, some people, they have... It's just, you know, it's, it's odd. Yeah. Okay. Well, so on June 13th, 1977, 120 girls from all around Oklahoma arrived at the Girl Scout camp known as Camp Scott in Locust Grove, Oklahoma. Weeks earlier, counselors had arrived for training. Mm-hmm. And during that training, a young counselor walked into her tent to find that all her donuts were stolen. What? So donuts? What? Yeah, I would have been like, "What? Yeah, the fuck!" Like you, she had one of those. Been pissed. Like she had one of those boxes of, the, of like donuts. donuts in a line, yeah. and they were just all gone. She wasn't pissed, probably because she then found a note in the donut container, and the note said, "We're on a mission to kill three girls in tent one." What? Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly right. But everyone thought it was a prank. But how did the donuts <laughs> factor Classic. into it? Classic comedy. Yes. Like someone someone came into her tent, stole the donuts, and then in the box put the note. Mm-hmm. So they just stole the donuts because they wanted donuts. They thought it'd be funny. Yeah. You know, like pranks do. <laughs> I'm going to kill everyone. Ha ha ha. Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. No one took it as a... I don't even think the cops were called. Mm-hmm. They were just like, ah, tricksters. <laughs> um, so the camp opened like normal. Yeah. So before I go into the murders... I want to talk about the layout of this stupid, idiotic camp. Okay. So it's a huge camp. It's 600 acres. So we're not going to talk about the whole layout because it doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. But the place, the cabins where the girls were found were kind of like, it was kind of like a circle. Mm -hmm. So 
the first cabin, which doesn't count, it's not like cabin one or anything, is a shower and bathroom cabin, and it's long. Okay. So it's, it's like, so it's just like the communal. Right. Yeah. So it's long because it's got lots of stalls for bathrooms and mm-hmm. lots of... So if I'm standing in the showers, to the left of me is cabin... I guess you could say cabin zero. It's, it's where the counselors mm-hmm. would stay. And then there's cabin one through eight. Yes. Now, some places count counselor cabin as cabin one. Mm-hmm. So it all shifts. Yeah. Yeah. And some people don't. But mm-hmm. they were found in cabin eight. And there's... Okay, so it's either eight or nine, depending eight. on how you count it. Oh, no, it. no, no, sorry. There are seven cabins plus the counselors. Okay, so... some so people refer to it as cabin seven. That seven or in. eight. Okay. But anyway, so it makes a huge circle. It's to the left is the counselor's cabin, and then to the left of that, up a little bit, is cabin one, and to the left of that, up a little bit. So by the time you get to cabin eight... Mm-hmm. It's directly across from the counselor's cabin, but it's obscured by the showers because mm-hmm. the showers are right in between there. Okay. It's probably like 20 yards away from the cabin, from the showers mm-hmm. is cabin eight, but it's 50 yards away from the counselor's cabin, oh. which is half of a football field. Yeah. Meaning that if anything were ha- going to happen... An animal, a fire, an asthma attack. They're on their own. They had to run 150 yards across a field mm-hmm. to get to any counselors. And, like, the counselors don't stay. Like, there isn't one per cabin. There's, like So, I think there's a few that have cabin or counselors in them. But where the girls were staying, no. There was the okay. counselor's cabin and then whatever. Mm-hmm. But in each cabin, there were four kids. Okay. In the cabin... That I'm talking about, cabin eight. Mm-hmm. There was only three because the fourth little girl was running late and she was going to come the next day to join them. Um, Lucky ducky. Yeah. So yeah, why wouldn't, I don't know why. the and, and the way these, I say cabins, but basically it's a real floor and a real ceiling, a mm-hmm. wood ceiling that makes a triangle. Okay. But the walls are just canvas. So if you took them oh, down, okay. there'd be like four posts holding up the ceiling kind uh-huh. of thing. And then it's just canvas around it. Okay. It zips up from the inside, but anyone can just slash through it, which is exactly what happened. Yeah. Out of the 120 campers, three were placed in cabin eight. Said that mm-hmm. already. Lori Lee Foster, who was eight. Michelle Heather Guz, or Guise, G-U-S-E. She was nine. And Doris Denise Milner, who was 10. On this night, the night they were killed, it was the first night they arrived at camp. Mm-hmm. And it was thunderstorming really hard so everyone was inside for like a long period of time mm-hmm. honestly i'd be kind of excited if i was them i'd be like the counselors can't see me once mm-hmm. so the way it works is the counselors i guess around whatever say eight o'clock would make their rounds and be like it's time for bed everyone go to bed and then they'd make rounds one more time just to check that everyone's that everyone, in bed yeah and then that's it. Mm-hmm. That's all they did. Then they're alone. Yeah. So if it was me, I'd be like, great. Once they do their checks, I'm just going to like get out my, my donuts, me yeah. with my donuts, and like tell spooky stories or something. Mm-hmm. So they were probably excited. Do you remember our middle school camping trip? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. I do. <laughs> because our teacher that was assigned to, we were in the same cabin, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um, Cause she had to go to a meeting uh-huh. and then we were left alone. <laughs> we were left alone. That was great. we proceeded to freak everyone the fuck out. (laughs) That was like, see, like, that would be so exciting at that age. You're like, yes, I'm alone. I'm like a real adult. But you have the comfort of knowing that 
there are other girls nearby. Yeah, and there's other cabins. And there's, there's other. Ca- you're other not alone in the woods, yeah. but you are alone, kind of. You know. Yeah. What I mean? Well, you're in your own building, but if you walk out and go a couple steps, there's another right. cabin. You know. Unfortunately, this was not like that. that wasn't like that. Yes. Because the it was probably like a yard in between every cabin, mm-hmm. but in between. Cabin 8 and cabin 7, there was a trail, so it was probably more like oh. two yards. Yeah. Maybe three. Mm-hmm. That night, I can only assume that the girls woke up scared. Mm-hmm. Around 2 a.m., counselors were awoken when the Girl Scouts in closer cabins began to chat really heavily and almost like there was like a crying sound. Mm-hmm. So the counselors went to check on, I think it was like two different tents. Mm -hmm. The scouts in those tents told them that a man had been peeking into their tents and a hysterical girl had said she had seen the man earlier when she was showering and he started grabbing at her. And she ran into her tent. This compounded with the note, you would think you would call the police immediately. Exactly. And check all of the tents. Yeah. Instead, the counselors calmed down the girls in those tents and went back to bed. Ah, uh, yes. The rational solution. But they were all, like, I think typical age for those counselors were 16-year-olds. It's a baby taking care of a baby. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, no of one knows course, what the of fuck course they're, they're like, oh, they're telling them scary stories, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Whatever. Yeah. Like, there's no man in the showers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's that sounds like something a kid would be like, and there's going to be a man in the showers, and he's going to grab you and mm-hmm. eat you. It's like. Yeah. So. Between the hours of 2 and 4 a.m., a man broke into cabin 8 by slicing through the tent. So Lori and Michelle, the two youngest, Mm -hmm. had been beaten to death. Holy shit. While Doris was taken outside, raped, and then strangled. All of the girls were naked from the waist down, and all had been raped. Mm -hmm. Doris was lying out on the trail, while Lori and Michelle had been murdered and then put into their sleeping bags. And then their sleeping bags had been, like, drug out onto the trail. But not right next to... It wasn't, like, one after the other after the other. It was Doris, who was the oldest, the 10-year-old, and then, like, a few feet away were the other two Mm -hmm. girls in their sleeping bags. Yeah. So outside of the cabin, police found, eventually when they came, they found bloody footprints, Mm -hmm. a roll of black duct tape, some cords, woman's sunglasses, an eyeglass case, and a red flashlight that had been covered completely in duct tape. Mm-hmm. And then it looked like a box cutter had slit a hole in it. So, it so was... that so you could control the light so mm-hmm. that it wasn't light everywhere. Yeah. Inside the cabin was a mess. The floors were covered in blood. Mm-hmm. And it had appeared that the intruder had used sheets and towels to try to clean it up. Oh. So canine police dogs were called in. And they tracked the area. It found that the murderer had passed by the counselor's tent and the other cabins to get to the other girl's tent. A cave nearby was eventually searched. And there was a newspaper in it. And some of the newspaper fitted the scraps. So inside of the flashlight, like where the batteries were, Mm -hmm. were like scraps of newspaper, which people used to do. Because like the batteries wouldn't fit in newspapers Mm -hmm. and they'd rattle around. And then... You, they wouldn't work. Yeah. And that newspaper matched the scraps that were inside the, the flashlight. Oh. Photographs of two women were also found. And they figured out that the photos were taken by a prison guard mm-hmm. <laughs> who he had developed the photos inside the prison mm-hmm. because that was one of the jobs. He was a prison guard. Yeah. And in the prison, one of the prisoners developed photos. 
Mm-hmm. And that prisoner was Gene Leroy Hart. Mm-hmm. And he had developed the photos for the prison guard and I guess saved copies of them. Okay. So it was like their CVS was yes. the prison. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so Gene Leroy Hart had been in prison because he kidnapped two pregnant women, driven them to a wooded area where he bound and raped them. Hmm. He put duct tape over their nostrils and left them to suffocate to death. But the victims were able to free themselves and escape. Mm-hmm. He was found wearing one of the women's glasses, which just is like this. I'm laughing because how scary to find like he's this big native. He's a Native American. Uh-huh. He's like big, was a football player. He's got dark hair, dark eyes. And then he's just also wearing women's glasses mm-hmm. from like the 80s. So like probably pointy like, at the end. Like cat eye like glasses. Like cat eye glasses. Yeah. Or the really huge big ones mm-hmm. that took up half the face. Yes. Ugh. Okay. So he goes to jail for that. Mm-hmm. He escapes from prison. Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. He's yeah. on the run. Uh-huh. But eventually he's tracked down, and he's actually charged with the murders of the three girls. Oh, The three wow. girls got Uh-huh. Killed. But a jury of his peers couldn't find irrefutable evidence that Hart had done it, so mm-hmm. he was acquitted. Oh. However, because he had escaped prison, he, he went back, back to prison. prison, yeah. 30 days later, I believe... 30 mm-hmm. days later, he has a heart attack and he dies in prison mm-hmm. while jogging. While jogging. Wow. Yeah. Up until he died, he said he never killed those girls. Mm-hmm. In 2008, a DNA test was performed and the investigator said the results were inconclusive. Huh. So they could not match his DNA mm-hmm. to them. But they could not match it. Yeah. You know. It's just a nothing. It's just nothing. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's basically the whole crime. Yes. And then it just goes into strange theories of what the hell happened. Uh Uh-huh. The girls died somewhere in between 2 a.m. and 4 Mm a.m. They don't know when. They don't know how long it took. Just in between that time. Mm -hmm. 2 a.m. is when the last counselor says, that's when I went back to my camp. So Mm -hmm. she was like, I don't think they were dead then. Yeah. And the police don't either. We don't think. (laughs) But here's also a thing. So... Around 2, like, later than 2 a.m., they go back to their their camps or whatever. And a little while later, it passes. Everyone's going back to sleep. And another counselor and a scout is Mm -hmm. woken up. And they think they're hearing cries. And in the cries, they hear, Mommy, Mommy, help. Mm. And then nothing. Mm -hmm. And the counselor was like, well, I thought it was just someone scared. Or who was homesick or or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, strange things were happening before. Maybe it was one of those girls. But the scream stopped. So she was just like, go back to bed. Yeah. Also, just to say how fucking awful a 16-year-old camp counselor found the bodies when she was walking to the showers. (gasps) Yeah, that's fucked up. She found the first one Mm -hmm. and then she looks over and sees sleeping bags, doesn't know what's in them, open them up. Oh. Sees the dead girls inside. And the first two girls were bludgeoned and then strangled with a cord Mm -hmm. where Doris, the 10-year-old, she was just strangled. Yeah. I don't think, not that I don't think Hart did it, I don't know if it's possible to do this crime with only one person. Yeah, I was going to say. Seems like a lot, right? If all of them were sexually assaulted, like... It feels like how would you control the other two? Right. So here's the, right. Uh Uh-huh. That's the thing. So... In my mind, it's like, okay, maybe he comes in and he... So they were bound with duct tape, the duct okay. tape they found. One article said they were gagged, but I don't mm-hmm. see that anywhere, anywhere. else. Mm-hmm. So they were bound with the duct tape. So I guess he could come in and say, hey, whatever, I have a knife, I have a gun. If you scream, I'll kill you. Yeah. And then he binds the two girls in the tent. Mm-hmm. 
he would have to have gagged them, right? For him, he takes Doris out and he tells mm-hmm. the other two girls, you know. Stay here. Stay here. Don't yell or I'll kill your friend. Mm-hmm. He takes her out. In my mind, if it's one person, Doris has to die first. Yeah. Because to say, if you scream, I'll kill your friends, and then to kill the two girls in front of Doris, why wouldn't she scream? You know what I mean? Now he's already Mm -hmm. killing the friends. Mm -hmm. So it's like, of course she'll scream. Absolutely. So she must have not, whatever happened, she couldn't have known that the other two girls were being bludgeoned to Mm -hmm. death at that time. So he goes out, he kills Doris, he comes back in. If it was him alone and they were gagged, maybe he... Eats the one girl. She's now knocked out, whatever. Goes to the other girl, and that's the screams of mommy, mommy. Yeah. But a lot of places I was reading say that, for some reason, a lot of people think Doris was the one screaming mommy, mommy, Mm -hmm. because she was the one who wasn't gagged, Uh says one article. But I can't find conclusively, like... So I I went crazy into the story, because I was like, how is the evidence not conclusive enough? Yeah. Kind of thing. Mm -hmm. It's weird that... They're bound with duct tape, but only one place says they're gagged. And then one place says, you know, Doris screamed it out. But then another, you know, other places say just they just heard the crying, which they could have heard that crying and it could have not come from that tent. Yeah. Maybe no one was screaming, mommy, mommy. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But so maybe the other girl, the last girl, right? Now she knows her friends are dead. She screams out, mommy, mommy. And then he hits her. And then afterwards, he strangles them mm-hmm. and rapes them. Yeah. In which case, he has enough time because now he doesn't have to worry about them, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. But it doesn't explain one piece of evidence I did not tell you. Ooh. They redid DNA tests in like 2008, I think. Mm-hmm. And on one of the girls' pillows was female DNA. <gasps> oh, and it wasn't like a camp counselor's nope. or anything? Nope. They said it was female, but even though they said female, they they did test the other girls to make sure it wasn't that their DNA. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the two youngest. It was inconclusive about Doris, but they didn't think it was hers. Yeah. And when that came out, I think it was Doris's mother. One of the girls' mother said, I always thought a woman was there. Mm-hmm. And I don't believe one person would have been capable of this murder. Yeah. Doris wasn't gagged. Yeah. So you would think if she was the one saying, mommy, mommy, help, and then he comes back in without her, mm-hmm. why wouldn't the other two girls immediately freak out? Yeah. And just start screaming their heads off. Mm-hmm. Even with a gag, you can scream. Like, the one place that said they were gagged mm-hmm. said they were, it, there was just like a washcloth shoved into the one girl's ma- the girl's mouth. Yeah. So even with that in there, you can still scream around that. Yeah, you would think. absolutely. But also, like, it just makes more sense that they only had two hours to do this. At 2 a.m., mm-hmm. he spotted in another camp. So one person in an hour and a half does all this. Mm-hmm. There is another thing. The bodies were found at 6 in the morning. Okay. And to me, maybe one person did it, and then another person found out about it, a woman maybe, mm-hmm. came back and tried to clean it up. Oh. But the reason the blood wasn't fully cleaned up is because she heard the woman coming to take a shower at 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. Like, at 4 a.m., say this heart guy does it. Yeah. And he goes back to wherever, and his girlfriend's there, let's say. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, I don't know what happened. I killed these girls, blah, blah, blah. And she feels bad, and she comes back, tries to clean it up. Mm-hmm. That's how the female DNA gets, gets there. there. Yeah. That's why the blood's trying to be cleaned up. Mm-hmm. Some people say maybe his blood was in, like, maybe his DNA was in there. But why would you not wear a condom but then try to clean up your blood? You know what I mean? Like, that doesn't make sense to Mm -hmm. me. Or maybe 
there were two people and one person felt bad about it and yeah. one person didn't, which is why let's leave the one body not in the sleeping bag. Mm-hmm. And like, why would you bludgeon two girls but not the other mm-hmm. if you're going to rape all three? Like, to yeah, me, if he strange. had only raped the one, then it would have been like, okay, as horrible as it sounds, you bludgeon the two to just get rid of them mm-hmm. because they can't be witnesses. Yeah. And then the other one you don't bludgeon because you, whatever, you like her, you like the way she looks, you mm-hmm. don't want to ruin whatever. Whatever fantasies in your mind. Yeah. But to rape all three, but only bludgeon two, makes me think that maybe, you know, one guy comes in, you know, there's two guys. Mm-hmm. One of them takes Doris out. The other one bludgeons the other two. Mm-hmm. And do we know if they were all strangled with the same thing? It wasn't the same exact thing, mm-hmm. but they were all the same kind of cords. Okay. So... I, th- I think it might have been, like, cords to hang up laundry or something. Mm-hmm. It doesn't specify, but there were three separate cords, but they were all strangled with the cords. Okay. Well, so. and we know that, well, we don't know for sure, but there's a strong possibility that it was premeditated. Right. Because but, of that note. But also, here's the other thing. Mm-hmm. That note said cabin, cabin one. one. And he was searching around the cabins. Mm-hmm. So maybe he thought cabin eight was cabin one. Maybe he was counting the wrong the way. The wrong way, yeah. And Is he that, thought if you cabin count the wrong one, way, would, ca- would cabin, cabin eight be would cabin be cabin one. one. If you consider the counselor's cabins, like if you stand at the shower, like how I did, if I'm standing in the shower, mm-hmm. to the left of me is cabin one. Okay. If I'm standing facing the shower, to the right of, or to the left of, wait. <laughs> if I'm standing in the showers, to the left of me is cabin one. But if I'm Facing the showers to the left of me is cabin eight. Oh, okay. So maybe he was looking for counselors. Yeah. Maybe, maybe maybe it was two guys. They were looking for counselors and it was like the other guy was like, well, I'll take what I can get. And yeah. the other guy was like, these are children. And mm-hmm. that's why he felt bad. Yeah. Had to clean it up because the other, like his other partner was like, I'll take the children anyway. Mm-hmm. The fact that he's looking in tents is like, why, why them? Why mm-hmm. this particular one? And yeah, if you said you were going to kill three girls in cabin one, that makes me think you were trying to look for counselors. counselors. Yeah. Unless they just said cabin one, always thinking cabin eight was cabin one. You know what yeah. I mean? Like thinking Girl Scouts were mm-hmm. only going to be in there. But Well, and also the putting the two in their sleeping bags, mm-hmm. that's kind of like a, I want to take care of them. Like, right. That's to me, kind the of a sleeping uh, bag and the cleaning up the blood... Is that's taking a, care. Yeah, that's a sympathetic kind right. of. It's, it's, yeah. And it's it's a, I need to pretend this didn't happen. Mm-hmm. If I clean up the blood. And, and they I look like their, they're sleeping. Then it's like it never happened. Mm-hmm. But with Doris, why would you leave Doris out if you didn't feel. You could yeah. easily have brought in her sleeping bag to her mm-hmm. and put her in a sleeping bag. Yeah. And it's, so it's just a lot to be like, it's so different. And there were two different knots used. So the knots to tie up the two girls mm-hmm. were different from the knots to tie Doris's hands up. Okay. So it's like, that's just another thing of like, well, if you're going to do the two, like, if I'm mm-hmm. tying knots, I'm just tying the same knot. I'm yeah. not like thinking of what kind of knot I'm tying. Exactly. So it, I mean, it makes the most sense yeah. that there's at least two other people. And a lot two of people. people think that heart mm-hmm. was set up mm-hmm. because he made the, the chief of police look bad. Uh-huh. And in this town in Oklahoma, especially in the 70s, it was like, oh, something happened. Go check the reservation. I yeah, bet you it was racist. an Indian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people think 
it's just too, to me, it's also too easy. And some murders are easy. Sometimes mm-hmm. it is the obvious answer. But yeah. they go into this cave. And in this cave, it also has painted on the walls. It says, like, the murderer was here. Try and catch me. And then the date. Mm-hmm. It's like, why would you do that? Yeah. And then all this evidence that points directly to him is in this cave. It's like, that, it's too obvious. It's so obvious. Yeah. And he said he didn't do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just... And well, raping two pregnant women, as terrible as it is, and suffocating them, mm-hmm. for one, he's suffocating them and walking away. Mm-hmm. He's not bludgeoning them. But even to rapist, raping a woman is a hell of a lot different than raping three little girls. Yeah. It is. Like, even, like, criminals have shit against that. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like raping women is a hell of a lot different and did he ever did he confess to the two pregnant women he yeah he he he, he took responsibility yeah yeah i believe what ended up happening is he confessed to that and he was sentenced but he got out in two years Mm -hmm. if i believe right and then he did another crime Mm -hmm. like a lesser crime like robbery or something he said he wasn't guilty for that but the judge put him away for 305 years oh my gosh yeah and I think that was because he was so angry that, like, he got out and then after two years re-offended. for raping. And, yeah, and you rape two women and you only go to jail for two years. Yeah. So I think they kind of threw the book at him a little mm-hmm. and sent him away for 305 years. And then he escaped. Right. Mm-hmm. And then the Girl Scout murders happened. Yeah. But also it's like, well, what if he really didn't do that second stuff? Yeah. Or lots of people confess and didn't do them. Like, what if mm-hmm. he didn't do the pregnancy stuff? But, yeah. again... Even if he did, taping someone's mouth shut and being like, now you're going to suffocate is a yeah, lot different than bludgeoning not and strangling personal people. Yeah. and violent. And they're children. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like these are little kids. Yeah. And they're so, oh my God, they're so cute. <laughs> they are the cutest little kids. Yeah. And it's just like heartbreaking. And then one girl, one, she, one of, they all have like brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. There's all these family photos. And I think, I think the youngest one, Lori's sister, but mm-hmm. it could have been door. Some one of their sisters, when they finally went back to school, they had to do a like a, a story, like something on the on like the U.S. government and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And in her thing, she was like, "Under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all, except for my family." Aww. Because they if were- he did it. He gets acquitted on the case. Yeah. And if he didn't do it, there's two child rapists out somewhere out there. Out there. Or a child rapist. Even yeah. If he did it alone, mm-hmm. or if he didn't do it alone, but he did half of it, then there's half of a. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Absolutely. that note is just so weird to it me. It is really weird. And he doesn't seem, no offense to him, mm. he doesn't seem like the smartest guy <laughs> in the world. Yeah. So to steal donuts and leave a note, like as much as some people are like, well, that's a stupid thing to do because mm-hmm. you're giving yourself away. That's taunting. And to taunt someone, you have to be pretty smart to be like, I'm going to go in undetected and leave this note. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to do the crime that I said and still get away with it. Yeah. You, that's... Have to, you have to be pretty confident in yourself that you're not. It's not snatching two women off the street randomly. That's the kind of stuff that usually high IQ killers right. do. Because they enjoy that kind exactly. of cat and mouse thing. Exactly. Um. Yeah. So it's just a lot sense. of questions. It's that one in the the girls or the Girl Scout murders. This is the girl, mm-hmm. the yogurt shop murders. Mm-hmm. That th- yeah. these two always get me because it's like, how are they not solved? And in both of those cases, someone went to prison. In this case, Hart goes to prison, but he's acquitted of the crime. Mm-hmm. And in the the yogurt shop murders, pe- 
kids go to prison, spend like 10 years in prison, and then get acquitted. Ugh. Did you see um that Instagram post by uh, Damien yes. Eccles? Yes. <laughs> it was, oh, I love, I love that he can have a sense of humor right. about well, it. He, he, it's um, like, yeah. Yeah. Laugh but, about it or jump off a bridge. What yeah. are you going to do, you know? For those that don't know, Damien Eccles was one of the West Memphis Three. Mm-hmm. Who, um, he was sentenced to death yeah. for, I think it was a couple of murders, like, of children that he didn't commit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was acquitted mm-hmm. fairly recently. Yeah. Um, and released like 10, because... five years? Yeah, because he was falsely convicted. Right. And, um, he got jury duty. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, I was trying, in his Instagram post, he was like, I was trying to tell them they don't want me, but yeah. they wouldn't listen. So this will be fun. Yeah. <laughs> Because imagine going to jury duty, because in jury duty, in case anyone, no one's ever been, they ask you, does anyone have any prejudice mm-hmm. that's going to You not, have to be yeah. impartial. Yeah. And imagine raising your hand and be like, yeah, um, you guys sent me away for child murder. For and like did, 13 yeah, years. Yeah, I just spent like my whole like 20s. On death row. On death row. Ugh. So I don't want to be here. Yeah. And it's like, so I will not convict anyone. Yeah, I'm Bye. never. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. Mm-hmm. But yeah. It's, yeah, that's funny that you mentioned the West Memphis Three too, because a lot of people bring up that case when they talk about this case. Because ca- yeah. it's a lot of like, well, what if he didn't do it? Mm-hmm. Then yeah. who did it? What if some people went as far as to be like, maybe it was a cop cover up? Mm-hmm. But police killing three little girls to send a guy that's to prison extreme because a lot. I think maybe it happened and they used it to their advantage. Mm-hmm. I don't think the cops killed three little girls. Yeah. That's ex- that's excessive. That would be crazy. That would be insane. But a lot of people do think that maybe these three little girls died and they said, well, we can't really do any more manhunting hours on him alone. Just a guy who escaped from prison mm-hmm. for like robbery because we're yeah. wasting so much money. But if we say he killed three little girls, then we have all the money in the world. Everyone wants to catch a guy who killed three little girls. Yeah. No one's going to say it's too excessive. Yeah, exactly. So if we put him up for killing these three girls, we get him in jail. Mm-hmm. We'll find him. Because yeah. he was gone for, like, four years or something. Yeah, he was on the run for four years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Those poor little girls. Yeah. Lori Lee Foster, Michelle Goose, and Doris Mil- Milner. Mm-hmm. Ten, nine, and eight years old. And they, They're so young. Yeah. Oh, and my they, gosh. They, I mean, they all look young, but the mm-hmm. eight-year-old looks like she's five. Like, yeah. it broke. It, I mean, they all break your heart. I just don't. It just seems so irresponsible to leave three kids that young alone in a tent in the woods like right you would think counselors would be in every two counselors to a tent yeah that's usually how it is but maybe in the 70s they're just like whatever yeah (laughs) see i tried to find who what counselors there were which i'm sure they're not there because they were all underage yeah and privacy and whatever Mm -hmm. and you don't want to be known your whole life as the girls who the counselors who didn't save the girls mm-hmm. in cabinet, which is how you would feel, I'm sure, even though it's not their fault, obviously. Yeah. But I'm curious if any of them had enemies or crazy jealous boyfriends mm-hmm. or so- like what what was happening in that? Like, let's also look because what if these were just the wrong people? You know what I mean? Yeah, could have been. It's just because if the counselors were the ones that were gonna be targeted, but it was an accident. And why like... look in other? See, it's one thing to walk by tents and be like, let's go. Like, I'm going to go to the last one mm-hmm. because it's furthest away. But then why are you looking inside any tents? Because yeah. if anything, that's just going to give you away. Because mm-hmm. if those counselors had said, oh, this is crazy. Let's sound the alarms. They call up a bunch of counselors. Now your whole plan is ruined. At the very worst, you could be caught. Yeah. 
at the very best, your plan's ruined. Mm -hmm. You're not getting away with it that night. So why would you look into other tents unless you're looking for someone? Mm -hmm. Unless he was like, I'm looking for the least amount of girls. Mm -hmm. But even then, it's like, if you can take on three, why can't you take on four kind of thing, maybe? Yeah, it is. It's like, you'd probably be looking for one or two. Yeah. You know? But maybe just took what he, I I don't know. But, and also he only opened like two tents. The yeah. other tents weren't open. Uh-huh. Like, the, there was only, like, two people, two tents saw a guy walking around and looking in. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why it's one of those cases that yeah. everyone's fascinated by because it'll probably never be solved. I mean, yeah, unless DNA comes through. Yeah. Oh, also needless to say, that camp closed and now it's abandoned. And people say it's haunted. Oh, yay. Because <laughs> it's definitely haunted. Yeah. People, like, sneak the in fuck? there. There's a bunch of signs now that mm-hmm. all the Girl Scout signs are still up. Oh, really? So it still says it's, and the road to get in there is called Cookie Trail. So imagine it's an abandoned camp. It says Cookie Trail, welcome to Girl Scout Camp, Camp Camp Scott. Mm -hmm. And then you walk in and people like break in and like camp out there. And they say they hear a bunch of strange stuff. They say they hear tents ripping Mm -hmm. and all this shit, screams and mom, people crying mommy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But all the, all the signs are still up. All the, like, little tiny signs that are, like, mess hall this way. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, cookie lane this way. All still up. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh. So all their activities were in, like, barns and stuff, mm-hmm. like, actual buildings. And they're all still up and abandoned and, like, falling apart. It's so yeah. crazy. Wow. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse, carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see, we could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Wow. So I'm going to tell you about the Lake Bottom murders. And it's not bottom, it is B-O-D-O-M. Yeah. On June 4th, 1960, four teenagers, 15-year-olds Malia Bjorklund and Anja Maki, and 18-year-olds Seppo Boisman and Niles Gustafsson, set up a small campsite on the shore of Lake Bottom, 15 miles outside of the city of Helsinki, Finland. Mm, Helsinki. Mm-hmm. The two couples, they were couples, the 15-year-olds yeah. and the 18-year-olds, they had a assumably uneventful evening of drinking and enjoying nature. Before, drinking, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're just out there illegal drinking. <laughs> well, they deserved it. Does no. I don't know if Finland has a drinking age. Of course, it does. do they? It might be eighteen, but I'm sure they have a drinking. It could age. be. It could be like fifteen. No, absolutely yeah. not. Have you been to? Finland? No. Finland's like family. Oh, is it? All the way. Because, like, um, there are some countries that don't have a drinking age. Yeah, like Italy. Like the middle. No, Italy has a drinking age. Do they now? Yeah. They always. It's always. I thought it was like 14. No, people just drink in Italy a lot. But they have. Legally, you can't be like, yeah, this eight year old can go to the bar and (laughs) order something. That's crazy. (laughs) So they were drinking and enjoying nature. And then they retired to their. It's 18. It's 18? Okay. Uh, but what was it in the 60s? <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> probably 16 because it came up and, and said something about 
being 16. So they retired to their white canvas tent at around midnight. And the next morning, a group of boys who were bird watching in the area at around 6 a.m. Looking for trouble. Right. And apparently it was really like, it was very light out. Mm -hmm. The sun rose at like 4 a.m. because during this time of year, the nights were very short. Uh, So this group of boys... They witnessed a blonde man running away from the area where the teenagers were camping. At 11 a.m., a horrific scene was discovered by a local man who alerted police. Malia, Anja, and Seppo had been brutally murdered sometime in the early morning while they were still asleep. Their tent was soaked in blood, and Niles was found next to his girlfriend, Malia, barely clinging to life. They had been attacked by an unknown assailant who used a knife and a blunt instrument in the attack. Niles survived but sustained a concussion as well as jaw fractures, a stab wound to the head, and bruises to the face. He told police that the man who had attacked them was a black figure with red eyes. The devil. (laughs) Adios mio. Investigators determined that the teens had been attacked while they were inside the tent, but the assailant was outside. Mm -hmm. After cutting the ropes that were supporting the tent, the killer slashed and struck the couples. Malia had been undressed from the waist down and was found lying on top of what was left of the tent. Okay, question. Yes. Undressed, like no underwear or underwear? I think completely undressed. Uh, but it doesn't mention if say, there was any just assault. Undies, maybe she was just hot. Yeah. You it know. could have just been her sleeping clothes. But to sleep vagina out next to your friend, that's a little... That, yeah, that's a little... Well, I mean, it's I mean, it happened. <laughs> yeah. Forensic examiners determined that she had been stabbed even after she had died and had sustained the most injuries out of the four. Yeah, but she was under a tent. Well, she, they had been attacked while in the tent, and then they were kind of scrambling to get out of the tent because they didn't know what was going on. But the tent, they were still in the tent when they were found, right? No. They were lying on top of the tent because oh, okay. the tent had been cut down, so it was just canvas on the ground. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just because, like, to me, that could just possibly be, like, the murderer not knowing because he's just blindly stabbing away, and maybe she's just closer to the murderer. Yeah. So he's just, like, stab, 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 and she's dead, and he doesn't know because the other girl's still moving. He just stab, stab, mm-hmm. stab, stab, stab. Several items belonging to the victims were stolen from the scene. The keys to the boys' motorcycles had been taken, but the bikes remained at the campsite. Niles's shoes were taken and abandoned about half a mile away from the bodies. The crime scene became compromised very quickly as police officers allowed soldiers and other law enforcement officials to roam the area without Where taking soldiers proper precautions. I know. I have Finland. no idea, man. This is overkill. <laughs> Several missing items were never recovered, and the murder weapons were also never found. People in the area were shocked by this massacre, as very few violent crimes occurred there. Once the investigation began, the hunt for the killer was launched. One of the first suspects was a man named Valdemar Gilstrom, and Gilstrom was a kiosk keeper from a nearby area who had a history of acting aggressive towards young campers at the lake. He would often cut down tents um, and was known to wander around the lake at night and throw objects, including rocks, at children. Well. So he's wonderful. <laughs> did they deserve it? <laughs> Probably What not. were they doing? <laughs> were they screaming? 
<laughs> Probably. <laughs> In addition, days after the murders, Gilstrom mysteriously filled the empty well on his property. After he drunkenly confessed... Why would you need to do that? Exactly. Name uh, one reason to fill in a well. To hide murder weapons. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> After he drunkenly confessed to the killings to a neighbor, investigators searched the property but did not search the well. Those are idiots. Gilstrom was not linked to the crime by any physical evidence, but did confess to the killings on multiple occasions. Hmm. Police disregarded Seems these like... confessions. <laughs> Because they believed him to be mentally disturbed, and because his well, wife provided an alibi for him. You would be mentally disturbed if you killed three people, too. Yeah. So, the wife claimed that he had been sleeping next to her at the time of the murders. <laughs> well, she was just awake all night. Right? Yep, he's still he's here. right there. In 1969, Jillstrom drowned himself in Lake Bodum. Years later... How poetic. Yeah, years later on her deathbed, Jillstrom's wife recanted her statement and said that Jillstrom had forced her to lie for him. Yeah, but that's weird. Why on your deathbed? Why wouldn't you say that once he's dead? I don't know. It's very strange. Another local named Hans Assman has also become... <laughs> Wait, is he the Nazi? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so Hans Assman has also become a suspect he's over the years. <laughs> Asman lived close to the lake, and the morning of the murders, he arrived at a hospital in what appeared to be bloodstained clothing. He behaved erratically, feigning unconsciousness, and displaying visible agitation and hostility. He also lied about his name when asked, and did not disclose well, how he sustained his injury. If your name was Asman, you might lie about <laughs> I, it. I would probably lie. Asman also had long blonde hair at the time which he cut after reports of a blonde man at the crime scene went public. Okay, but just saying, if he didn't do it, like if I didn't do a murder and mm -hmm. someone was like, someone with, you know, and they described me to a T, mm -hmm. I might then cut, cut my your hair. hair. Yeah. Just, just so everyone on the street didn't look at me and go, I bet you she murdered them. Yeah. Mm. But the other stuff makes it bad. It's not well, like there, he just cut And there's cut more to it. Yeah. Yeah. Asman also resembled the police sketches drawn from Niles' description that was given while under hypnosis. <gasps> he's the weird-faced guy, right? Yeah, oh, he's, God, terrifying he's so terrifying looking. There was also a photograph taken at one of the victim's funerals that showed a man that looked eerily like Asman and the drawing. Like Jillstrom, Asman's girlfriend provided an alibi for the morning of the murder, and he was never investigated further. Later, it was discovered that Asman, who had been born in Germany, worked as, an, as a Nazi officer in Auschwitz before stealing the identity of another man and fleeing to Finland after World War II. He also has ties to the KGB. He's perfect. Just a wonderful person, right? Nothing <laughs> sketchy about him. 24-year-old maintenance man Panetti Soininen confessed to the murders while in jail for several violent crimes in the late 1960s. Soininen had been 15 years old at the time of the murders and had lived near the lake. He was interrogated after he confessed, but investigators dismissed his confession because he was a psychopath who had abused drugs and alcohol. In 1969, Soininen hanged himself in a prisoner transport station on the anniversary of the Lake Bodum murders. What the fuck is happening? Maybe they all did it together. <laughs> well, they're all confessing. I mean, it's really strange. In 2004, over four decades after the murders, 
Now 62-year-old Niles Gustafson was arrested for the murders. The Bureau of Investigation claimed that new forensic analyses had provided evidence that he had not been a victim at all, but had been the one to murder his friends. Mm. He stabbed himself in the head. Yes, right? Because that's a self-inflicted injury (laughs) I would do. Yeah. Right in the head. Prosecutors asserted that Niles had been drunk when he got into a fight with Seppo that then escalated. Niles' defense argued that there was no possible way that he could have hidden his own shoes given himself such extensive injuries and disposed of the murder weapons. Yeah, you're not getting stabbed in the head and then hiding shoes in the forest. Yeah. <laughs> and, well, to me, the thing is like, okay, I stab myself in the head, I break my jaw. Where am I hiding the murder weapon that they're never found again? I mean, you throw it in the lake? Maybe. I, you'd think they would have. Yeah, but if it's you a big enough it. lake, they can't dredge it. Yeah, maybe. And if it's murky, they can't go in. I like, also don't think it was very deep. Oh, I don't know. It's yeah. a lake. But a lot of times they can't even search. Like, have you ever, quick side note, There's a there were bodies found in the lake by me, mm-hmm. by, up by West Milford. Yeah. And it was like years old because the, they had suspected that he had driven into that lake. Mm-hmm. But they can't, they couldn't dredge it because it was too big. Uh-huh. And they couldn't search it because it's so murky that you'd have to literally be touching the object to see it. Yeah. So eventually... It, like bodies parts floated up or something like yeah. gross like that. And they Sometimes found it, you can use like sonar. Yeah, but not with lakes. Yeah, normally. because they are well, especially that lake that yeah. you're talking about, because there's like trees growing out yeah, of it. And yeah, yeah. So there's like so much shit. It's not like he swam out to the middle of the lake exactly because he has a head wound and yeah. he'd be covered in lake water. Mm-hmm. So he, it would have to be like right on the shore. You think? Yeah, that would and he up wasn't. Eventually. He wasn't wet. Like, yeah, yeah. He didn't have lake in his no, wounds. He did not. <laughs> The prosecution also stated that Niles had made incriminating remarks while in custody. In October of 2005, Niles was acquitted of all charges and was then paid 44,900 euros for the emotional suffering the state had put him through. To this day, there is no conclusive answer as to who killed Malia, Anja, and Seppo and injured Niles that morning. It remains the most horrific unsolved crime in Finland, with many believing that one suspect or another is responsible. Mm -hmm. No DNA from the crime scene has ever been tested, and it is unlikely that the killer will ever be brought to justice. Well, now most they're all dead, right? All the all the um, suspects are dead. Yes. Mm -hmm. So if Uh, they had DNA but didn't have the suspect, well, I guess they could. Well, they should have taken their DNA when they, like, interrogated them, you know? But if they weren't going to test the the DNA on the crime scene, maybe. Yeah. That's Mm. weird that you don't um, immediately test the DNA on the crime scene. Right? Well, I guess it was 1960. Well, when you can, though, you would think, like, this is an unsolved case. Let's test that DNA. Yeah. You, You would think, let's save some shit. Yeah. And some people are also like, well, they collected DNA, but they didn't find anyone's DNA other than... The people who were there. Right. But that, I couldn't find that to be substantiated at all. And there's been several books written about it. There was recently a movie that came out about it. There are books. I knew that guy, the Nazi guy, because there's a book Mm -hmm. written about him. And I saw it when I was. Yeah. He is. Used bookstore. Like, I was researching this last night. And I had to, like. Put his picture away. He's got crazy uh, color face. Yeah, and he's got crazy eyes, too. They're, like, really wide. His forehead is really, like, Mm -hmm. 
He big. looks he looks just like the police sketch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's crazy. forehead where his his eyebrows stick out. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily like big yeah. up upwise. Mm-hmm. It's just like his eyebrows stick out over his eyes. His eyes are really hooded. And yeah. then his jaw is like comically large. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's people like, listening should like look up look up yeah. a picture of him because he's weird looking. It's just and, like he just has eyes that penetrate into your soul. Yeah. You know? Like I'm gonna kill you eyes. Yeah. There's also a heavy metal band, Children of Bodom, that take their name oh, from the lake. <laughs> the fact that, that that Niles guy got arrested, that's crazy. And tried. Yeah. And to break so I've broken part of my jaw. Mm-hmm. To break your own jaw and would it, be the most excruciating thing I've ever done. Yeah. Like I can't even And it was like it. shattered. Yeah. That's it's hard to break your jaw. That's mm-hmm. like breaking your own like arm in half. Yeah, like, it's and then to, to have break. to dispose of all that stuff, right? And, and also, set if the you're gonna, scene. even if he did somehow manage to drop the knife or whatever in the middle of the lake, why wouldn't you just put it all together? Yeah. It, if you're gonna leave the shoes, you might as well clean off the tools and throw that mm-hmm. in there, so it looks like the guy just ran away. You know yeah. what I mean? If if you're gonna make it look like the guy ran away, mm-hmm. also, what about? If I remember correctly, wasn't there like a leather jacket that was never found? There were a few items that were never yeah. found. So like, there, where would he wallets. put that? Yeah, it's yeah. Like... People in Finland, mm-hmm. some of them really think that Niles did it. Like they're so sure he did it, and some are just like the police fucked this up so bad. Yeah, that we're never gonna find out. I don't think. Um, yeah, I I don't and see I can't how imagine. It would be. So even if so even if he gets in a fight with this guy, mm-hmm. and this guy stabs him in the head and breaks his jaw. It's mm-hmm. like, well, once Niles starts killing the girls, yeah. wouldn't you think if that guy is strong enough to break his jaw and stab him in the head, he would have disarmed disar- him? Yeah. yeah. Well, and also then it's like, I, like you're drunk, you're fighting with your friend, then you murder your girlfriend and right. his girlfriend. Brutally, too. Brutally. It's not like he punched him in the face and he accidentally died. It's no. Like- and that one, the one girl, Malia... She sustained so, like, her injuries were so ex- extensive that she seemed to be the target of the attack. Right. And everyone else was just so maybe, collateral. I mean, it makes sense to me that this Hans guy or whoever saw them driving or whatever mm-hmm. and was like, I want that girl. So Could've he been. goes and he's like, I'm going to kill them all. Mm-hmm. And that's why he takes her pants off. Yeah. Well, and no one seems to be able to settle on motive. Right. Because it's, it's, it's true. Not it's not exactly like, robbery. Mm-hmm. Because it looks like he, you know, it's not like no. they had. They didn't steal the motorcycles. Right, but they stole the keys, which makes me think maybe he knew, like maybe he, in my mind that says, I'm not stealing for money. I'm stealing so in case one of them are alive, no one they can drive away leave. on the motorcycle. Yeah, absolutely. They and have to sit here and die. I mean, the guy Jillstrom. He had kind of motive because he just fucking hated anyone right. he that hates a bunch of people camped there. Maybe he thinks he this Amelia kids. girl's pretty as well, so he mm-hmm. takes her pants off and he stabs her the most. Maybe he hit on her at some point. Yeah, and that mixed with how much he just hates everyone, mm-hmm. he hits on a girl. He's this old creepy guy. Yeah, and she's like, "No, go away, you creep." Yeah, and he or also that could have happened with any of them, really. It's true, and that's why she was like the target, quote mm-hmm. unquote. His alibi was revoked. Yeah. I guess it was. But of recanted. course, maybe she was lying again. She could have been. Why fill in a well? 
you, there's no yeah. reason to fill See, in a well. I think he's probably the most likely yeah. suspect. But everyone, like, people feel very strongly about which person they think yeah. did it. I mean, this Hans guy, Hans Asman, first of all, Asman. I just can't <laughs> imagine living with that name. Second of all, he's just a piece of shit in general. Well, also, maybe they didn't search him because he had ties to, like, the KGB yeah. or whatever. Like, maybe some there people, were other. Some people were like, they didn't investigate him because they didn't want to piss off Russia. Right. Because he has these ties to the KGB. Well, you know how much Finland loves Russia and <laughs> I don't want to piss them off. Yeah. But, yeah, I could see locals, cops being like, if we investigate, they're going to. They're going to. Yeah. But also, it's just. There's no reason, Mm -hmm. in case anyone doesn't know, there's no reason to fill in a well because there's always a useful. It's not, it wasn't filled in with dirt. It was filled in with water. It was empty before that. Oh, I thought it was filled in with dirt. No. Not from what I saw. Why would you fill in a well with water? Well, exactly, because it was like empty for years. Well, also, the point of a well is Is that it it runs something. So it had dried up. Yeah. And so then refill it with, but then why wouldn't they just search that? I thought it was filled in with dirt. No, I saw pictures and it was filled in with water. Weird. See, dirt makes me. I thought it was filled in with dirt, which makes sense of why you wouldn't dig up the well because that's a lot of resources. Mm -hmm. But with water, you could just get all the water out. You could, and no, very easily. What about now? No one did it afterwards. I guess not. It's, yeah, it's like... Let's go to Finland and dig yes, up the well. well. We'll go to the private property. See, that's <laughs> well, even crazier, though, because yeah. they dig up a well. So, to, in my mind, it's like, for safety reasons, you would cover a well, but mm-hmm. you wouldn't put dirt in it. But no. say you're crazy enough to just be like, ah, we'll never need it again. Let's put dirt in it. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Not makes sense, but I could buy it. That some, you know... Yeah. But to put water in a well, that doesn't make sense well get water and then if one dries up there's no reason to put water in it yeah unless there's like something happening Mm -hmm. unless there's something where you would say you need water this is a place to store water yeah but but the water just sits there it's stagnant and unless it was like some people might do it if it was like oh a storm's coming our water might be grow like Mm -hmm. this will give us bath water or whatever but if there's nothing yeah. And you and would think he would say that if someone was like, why'd you put water in your well? You would think if there was a storm coming, you'd be like, well, there's a tornado coming. <laughs> not that tornadoes happen in Finland. Yeah. And if the water was going to be knocked out, we would want something to bathe with. Yes. Um. I mean, and I can be wrong. I'm just going off of pictures I've seen. No, I, I never, read, no one ever told me it was filled in with dirt. I just assumed in my assume, mind. Yeah. I was like, oh. Because well, that's like the rational well, go-to. Because when people fill in wells, the very few times they are filled in, it's because they want to build over them. So mm-hmm. they fill them in with, with dirt, dirt and they yeah. take the stone away. Mm-hmm. And then it's just ground. Yeah. But it, I mean, it makes just as yeah. much sense and to fill it with water. Yeah, Crazy. I think it still exists because I think the picture I saw Let's of it was pretty go recent. To Finland. If anyone's in Finland, go to the well. Oh, go yeah. Go to the well. If you're, if you're a listener that is in Finland and you have Look, other knowledge about it, tell us. And write to us. It's going to take hours, but you get that little bucket and you dig out <laughs> the water. And then if there's a knife in there, you've solved the murder. Yeah. It'll be so worth it. <laughs> no, you have to bring a uh, shop back and do it reverse. Yeah. And suck all that water out. But then you out. gotta get one. Yeah, and then you have to plug it in somewhere. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Just but bail it out. If you're if you're pop. a Finnish listener and you know about this, email us yeah. at HelenHighHara at gmail.com. Yay. Yay. Ah, uh, so those were our camp murders. Camp murders. Uh, 
stay safe if you're going outside, which why would you? Yeah, yeah, don't go into the woods. It's so hot all the time. See, I like to hike, but also I think I'm, this is me being stupid. This is how I get murdered. I think I'm prepared enough when I hike Mm -hmm. because I always tell 75 people where I'm going. Yes. I never do it alone. Mm -hmm. I always make sure I can see a street. So I'm always like, well, what's going to happen to me? But then, you know, one crazy guy comes along and stabs me in the middle of the forest with my friend and then I'm dead. Yeah. But I think everyone should always be able to see a street. (laughs) Yeah. That's always like, my friends are always like, we should go further in. And I'm like, no. God forbid something, even just not (laughs) murder happen. What if you break your leg? Now I have to hike five miles by myself Mm -hmm. back to the nearest road. Yeah. And hope a car comes like. Yeah. Or, or at the very least, you go all the way down to a stream because mm-hmm. if you follow streams, eventually there's going to be a city. Yeah, it's true. See, I enjoy walking on a treadmill in an air-conditioned gym. <laughs> oh, I don't like treadmill. I also have a bad ankle, so I can't really walk oh, yeah. to begin with. Do you do- so if I'm going to do it, I yeah. like to hike because it's outside. But Yeah, because you're actually yeah. moving and seeing yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah. I get that. Because when, when I'm on a treadmill, all I feel is pain. I'm like, I'm not even seeing anything. When I'm hiking, at mm-hmm. least there's a spot in mind. I'm yeah. like, well, I'll get to the waterfall or I'll get to the whatever. Well, I use my, uh, my treadmill and elliptical time to watch shitty TV shows. <laughs> It's just so much pain. Yeah. Really well, like, I, I get that. For you, it doesn't work. Yeah. And that's I do okay. the bike, though. I do the bike. Oh, the bike, 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 bike is bike, good. Bike. And that doesn't hurt as much? Well, it's okay. it, it doesn't hurt as yeah. much. It hurts. But I'm supposed to do 10 minutes. That's all I can do. My doctor was like, don't do more than 10 yeah, minutes. Yeah, because cardio like, is hard when you have ankle issues. Yeah, and shin splints. Yeah. With my bone splinting out of my bone. Aww. So you can imagine. Um, if you have any listener stories about your hometown murders, mm-hmm. things you've been connected to or witnessed or whatever, uh, send them to HelenHighHora at gmail.com. We have enough for our next listener episode, Yay! so we're going to be recording that soon. Send us more. Yes. Us more. We're also send going to uh, record our news episode Yay! for our Patreon listeners uh, sometime very soon in the next few days. And uh, I think that's it. I think that might right? be it all. That's okay. all she wrote. Okay. <laughs> uh, happy hauntings, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.